An apology without changed behavior is manipulation. Did you ever feel like that a sorry wasn't real from the narcissist? Or did you ever feel like the person that you're with, whether they're toxic, narcissistic, sociopath, psychopath, whatever it might be, did it ever feel like that apology was apologizing, but it was kind of like leveling out the blame that was like saying like, you know, I cheated on you, but it was kind of like our fault. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't really just me. It was kind of like everybody's fault. Like it was because of this, this, and this. Did you ever find that you'd have an apology given to you? that had something on the back end, almost like a stipulation or like this happened, but, and then you start to realize that it's not really an apology. It's just words that are getting thrown at you and you're just getting manipulated and abused even more. And if you're new here, I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform to help provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. And some of that is by explaining some of the stuff that I've gone through, some of the stuff that I've done, and some of the stuff that I struggle with. A false apology is a really easy way to manipulate another person into thinking that there's actually change there. And sometimes a covert narcissist will use a false apology to manipulate another person, to manipulate them back into their lives, to manipulate them to control them, to manipulate them to think that maybe they've changed. I'm on this platform to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do that on a couple different platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or you can listen on the podcast, either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, anything like that. If you don't follow us already on those, please go out and check it out and just look up Raw Motivations. Another thing that we want to highlight because it's rapidly growing, and I want to get you involved in this as soon as possible, is download the NARC app. N-A-R-C. Just type that in to Google, Google Play, or Apple Store. Just N-A-R-C. It stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. Community of like-minded people that are growing, healing, changing, developing, that are able to give you advice, be able to help you walk through the, the shit that you've been going through, the crazy making that you've had to endure. They give you courses of like, hey, this is what's actually going on. This will help you grow in this area. Also, accountability. Track your no contact. Make sure you're getting through one more day. doesn't matter about being no contact for a week or five years. It just matters today. Like, how are you going to get through today and how is tomorrow going to be? We'll focus on that next. Track your, track your truth. Enjoy our weekly lives that are inside the app that are secured so that people can actually engage with it, can come on screen, ask questions, but it's not broadcast to the public because we want to keep your privacy important of the situations that you're going through. Also log in for monthly coaching. We've got monthly coaching that happens with myself and coaches all across the all across the globe that can help you not just heal from narcissistic abuse, but then grow on in life. Would love to be able to have you part of that. So just check that out, download that, because I want to be able to talk to you and interact with you on there to be able to help with your healing, growth, and change. If you want to talk sometime one-on-one, -on -one, be able to help get clarity about your situation or the cognitive dissonance or the trauma bond or the stuff that you're dealing with, then reach out. would love to talk to you. You can go to rawmotivations.com. would love to interact with you there and be able to help you on your healing journey. The false apology that a narcissist gives is oftentimes so hard to be able to determine what's going on because typically you'll see it followed up by some minute change. Some like actions of like, wait a second, they apologize and it's changed behavior. Maybe they're actually getting it. Maybe it's actually true. And then all of a sudden it reverts back to a place that you realize it wasn't. You see, an apology 
But without changed behavior is manipulation. An apology without changed behavior is manipulation. And a lot of times people don't see that and they don't understand that because they want to latch on to the hope and the potential of this apology is the right one. This apology is it. This person gets it now. They understand my pain. They understand what I've been going through. They feel bad. And if you're dealing with a narcissist, no, they don't feel bad. They don't get your pain and they don't care. And most people don't want to hear that, but that's just the blatant truth. Sometimes people are like, my narcissist didn't apologize at all. And oftentimes it's very typical of overt narcissists, ones that are very out there, grandiose, like you can kind of tell they rage out at you, all these different types of things. You're like, that person, wow, like that person I can tell is a narcissist or that person now that I know the red flags like easily stands out. Covert narcissists, on the other hand, oftentimes leverage apologies in their manipulation tool and handbag. They try to be able to use this to be able to extend their stay in your life and to keep you under control. It might be something that they're playing more of the vulnerable narcissist, the covert, the the shy one, the one that's kind of like sitting back saying like they're not involved in the drama, but they're involved in the drama, like always trying to manipulate and move things. It's almost like chess behind the scenes, trying to move different people around. And sometimes an apology is a great way to be able to manipulate other people because it helps people to think, This person gets it when they actually don't. An apology is often used as manipulation. I mentioned that apology without changed behavior is manipulation. Oftentimes it's leveraged in that regard. Typically you see this matched up with the idea of future faking, of I'm going to change, of this is going to happen. And a lot of times you'll see narcissists in general that use future faking, not for the reason that they're going to change or that anything is going to be different, but just to get away from the situation in the moment. You see, if I can run away from the situation in the moment and I can latch you onto something else, if I can get your focus put on something else, then you'll stop focusing on me. You'll stop focusing on the issues that I have. The hard part is when you have a covert narcissist, a lot of times you have them want to focus on you. Whether that's them getting upset at you or them playing off the victim or whatever it might be of them being like, hey, I'm still the center of attention, but let's do this. Let's figure out this. If you've heard some of my stuff, you might have heard some of my illustration about the idea of yours versus ours. A lot of times you'll have a narcissist that will blame you for a lot of things. We're going to be talking about blame in a video later today, but like you'll have a narcissist that puts the blame on you. And it's the idea of saying like, hey, this isn't my fault. This is actually your fault. And let's say they take it, they kind of package it up and they try to hand you this gift, which is this is your fault. And you're like, that's not my fault. Like, that's you. That's your that's your decision. That's your your thing that you did. And the nurse is like, okay, I'm looking at this box. It says it's your fault. And I take off the Y, and now it says our fault. Hey, it's it's actually just our fault. We both participated. We both were a little toxic. It was something we both struggled with. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I'll take that. The thing you have to understand in that moment is what was inside the box did not change. The only thing that changed was the wrapping on the outside. The narcissist is still packaging up and giving the blame to you every single time. And they might do it with a false apology and they might do it like trying to apologize and be like, you know, actually it's, it's something that, you know, I have to work on. I think we both kind of messed up in this area where like we both like, you know, we're a little toxic or we both have communication issues or we both have, and the list goes on and on because they want to be able to 
piece out the blame and say, hey, it's not me, it's you. In the book that we've been going through recently, it says the, the Covert Narcissist, Passive Aggressive, Covert Passive Aggressive Narcissist by Debbie Mirza. When it talks about false apology, it talks about when you research narcissism, you often hear people say that people never apologize. Oftentimes that's true with overt narcissists, but it can be a different story with covert narcissists. When Joanne met her husband and continued for the first years of her marriage, she was so impressed by how easily and quickly he apologized. He was better at her than apologizing, better than anyone else she knew, really. Looking back, she noticed a pattern of him listening to her express how something he did or said hurt her and then apologizing, then changing his behavior for a couple days, then repeating the same old behaviors. After a while, with all the other responsibilities of life, she stopped trying. She learned to just accept that things with him weren't ideal and enjoy the good parts. He wore her down and subtly taught her that it wasn't worth the effort to confront him and tell her her feelings. That is the game with that false apology. Because it doesn't last. The last time you had a person apologize to you, a toxic person apologize to you, how long did it last before they reverted back to it? Or they did the same thing that hurt you? And you see, with the apology, you start to latch on to the hope and potential, the, the maybe, as we talked about just the other day, the maybe that we talked about of like, maybe this person will get it. Maybe this person will change. Wait, I think they are because they just said that they're sorry. And then it reverts right back. And you're like, oh, guess not. And then they apologize again. You're like, oh, yeah, they get it now. Oh, they don't. Oh, they get it now. And you go back and forth. And the problem is you go back and forth so much and you don't even track it. You don't even notice that there's a pattern. You don't even realize that, hey, this has been going on for a year, for two years, for 10 years, for 20 years. And you just stay in it. In a relationship that doesn't end up going anywhere and doesn't end up developing into anything more. Did you notice the last part of the illustration, the idea of wear you down? The narcissist wants to wear you down so you get to the place where you don't feel like you're allowed to bring that up anymore. It said here, uh, he wore her down and subtly taught her that it wasn't worth the effort to confront him and tell him her feelings. Like a narcissist wants you to get to the place that you realize that your feelings are inconvenience and also confronting them about theirs is also an inconvenience because I don't want you to come after me. I don't want you to attack me of how you're feeling, how you're thinking. I want to live my life the way I want to live it. You stay in your lane. Let me keep doing what I want to do and so on and so forth. Covert narcissists don't have empathy, but they know how to act like they do. This goes the same for apologies. They can be very adept at saying that they're sorry without actually meaning it. They appease you for the time being, but have no interest in changing to improve the relationship or to treat you better. So watch out in your relationship. If you're seeing someone apologize consistently, constantly, all the time, but you're not seeing change behavior, you are getting manipulated.